0: Log Talk Radio I got that good new smile on my face I got that feeling that the world can't erase There ain't a single day I let go the way I got that good new smile on my face I got that Beat, beat, in my heart I got that Got some song rockin' in my car A little light gonna get me through the dark uh-uh. I got that beat, beat, beating in my heart All joy, no stress. Good
1: to success safety and racing podcast uh got a great show for you i got my buddies jamie Mazingo, and jacob gregory calling in uh they're actually going to be live with me for the show so this is pretty cool so um fixing to get them on the show All right, so be just one minute and I'm going to get them on the show here. So y'all come hop in the truck. We are live.
2: What?
1: Y'all come hop in the truck here. We're live. What's up? Man, hey, if you would pull that out and just set it on the ground, just make sure you don't damage it. Well, I was just going to slide it over for a little bit. Okay, that's cool. Man, so we are already live on the show, Blog Talk Radio, and great, great to have y'all. Let's um, see, hold up just for a second. Let's see. And so we're live, we got a great show for everybody. Uh we got Chase Montgomery gonna call in uh later in the show. And thank you to Jason McMillan with the one ten nation sports. And then uh thank you to Chris Creighton with Race Chat Live, also the voice of the House of Hook, Why Not Motorsports Park. Thanks, Jason, and the one ten nation sport or the one ten, yeah, one ten nation sports. For this show, so we got Jamie Mazingo here, and then we got Jacob Gregory in the back there. So this is cool that y'all are actually live in person. So (laughs) (laughs) he's grinning like a possum over here. (laughs) So Jamie races the 48M Iron Horse late model, and then he also races the 48M 602 late model. Hmm? And the vintage. Yeah, and the vintage. That's right, the vintage. And then Jacob races the 11G Pierce, right? Right. All right. Cool. So, for those that's listening, I want everybody to share the show. Tell everybody you know where you're listening to it at Blog Talk Radio. And of course, thank you, Robbie Johns, with Race Safe and Fuel Arrestor. The show is put on by Race Safe and Fuel Arrestor. And by the way, if there's any business that would like to sponsor the podcast, local business uh, especially, let me know. I'll uh, get we on that. So, tell everybody
3: about your racing with your late models. (laughs) Okay. um, Well, we started with an older chassis, an old Warrior, 04 Warrior chassis, just to get into late model racing. Um, Really didn't have anybody to help us. Um, Monty Skinner jumped online with me and helped me set my car up for Iron Horse. But we started it with a 602 Series, uh, just to get into late moderation to see if we liked it. Liked it, but just didn't have an, a good enough updated chassis to keep up with everybody and uh decided to just step out of it for a little while. Tri-County um, over in Pollard had come online and built the Iron Horse class, which was designed for some of the older chassis to be pulled out of the woods and put back on the tracks. So we got into the Iron Horse and took our 602 motor out of it and went to uh, Iron Horse Racing at Tri-County and have learned a lot about late models from that and with uh, Monty helping me with some of the setups and all of that. And um, Jamie Bolden up at Trackstar, he also set my car up with, gave me a good set of shocks, and uh, or set me up with a good set of shocks. And we started Iron Horse Racing a couple of years ago, and I really liked it.
1: So I think the Iron Horse is
3: the best late-model class you can get into, the cheapest late-model class you can get into. Yeah, it it can be. It's supposed to have been set up for like a $3,000 buyout motor, um, and that's what the class was designed to be, to be a low-budget late-model class. <laughs> and uh, we built a low-budget motor, and we have an older chassis, and we've done really well with it.
1: That's great. And a shout-out to Tri-County Speedway, the Day family, shout-out Miss Marilyn, Isaiah, Joshua, and, of course, Chuck Day, the, the whole Day family for putting this class on. It's great. So, where are you at in points?
3: I think I finished seventh. I um, had to miss several races due to work, um, and also due to family trips and stuff, so uh, I only get a couple weekends off a month to be able to race, and that's the bad thing about working in meals sometimes is you only get a couple Saturdays a month to race. So I don't get to race full-time like some guys do.
1: Maybe maybe one day that's in the car as you race full-time.
3: Whoever win the lottery, it
1: might. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to
3: play to win, right? That's
1: right. got to play to win. So the current points leader is D.G. Hawkins. Of course, he's walking away with it at 544 on points. And in your points, so... Yeah, you're in 7th at 271 points. Yeah. So you're not far from Johnny Howell in 6th, in which is 2.92. So that's cool. That's a good field. And I'm looking at my race pass, and it's showing 20 cars at one point have raced Iron Horse this year. That's
3: correct. Probably one of the better classes that Tri-County has had this year, the car count being con, uh, consistent. Yeah. Um, it, A lot of times we don't have but eight cars, but... Like I said, you know, some people don't get to race every weekend, so half of us get to race one weekend and half of us get to race the other weekend, and uh, it happens to be that way sometimes. So which you like better, the Iron Horse or the 602? Um, I really enjoyed the Iron Horse. I, 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 know, I know a lot of the guys that I race against, and uh, we're real good. I mean, I say we're real good friends. We're racetrack friends, and we talk, and we talk about setups, and we we talk about the cars and how well one's car does on a wet track or one does on a dry track. And um, DG, talked to him several times at the track and stuff. He's He's got some good equipment, and he's a good driver. So that's a good reason he's a points champion. He he is good at what he does.
1: Um, well, next year, next year, you coming
3: for that championship. I've got some plans. Um <laughs> Uh need to say I got plans, but I don't know if I'll make champion or not, but I got plans to put some more trophies up on the up Ooh, on the wall. Oh
1: man, you got got everybody excited on that one. I hope so. <laughs> that's awesome. Cuz the Iron Horse class is good. 602 is good at Tri County. And everybody that's listening, y'all need to come out this weekend. I don't have my tickets with me, but I got 35 free tickets. Cuz told me he he, he said Bump Bump wants one. He's getting one for his son and his friend. That's right. And then I got one for dad, and I got... Oh, you need any free
4: tickets?
1: Okay. okay. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I forgot you. Yeah,
3: and unfortunately, I get to miss the best race of the year oh. because my buddy that works against me at the mill, or we work side-by-side side on different shifts, and there's only two of us at the mill that do my job. He's taking vacation. <laughs> so... I get to work at the mill while everybody else gets to go play in the dirt.
4: That's a
1: buzzard
3: look, ain't it? I know, right?
1: I know, <laughs> you just, you just kind of almost think he planned that on purpose. I huh? wouldn't have the- to.
3: No, I wanted to kill him when he first done it, but oh well. <laughs> if I had to kill him, that means I'm, I, I wouldn't be able to wear a singe, so I had to cover all up, so I can't kill him right now.
1: Oh man, that's great. And them tickets are. Did I, show I say what the tickets look like? No, I hadn't. All right, so I got a picture of it, and for those that are listening, this is what the tickets look like. They're actually hard tickets. There. They're actually thicker than a dime. gum. They're almost like a business card. Oh, those are neat. Those are really nice. And then on the back side of them, I'm going to zoom past my ugly, but uh, the back side's got a Bible verse on the back, First Corinthians fifteen,
3: fifty-seven. Be to God, which giveth us, us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's cool, isn't it? It's nice to be able to race at a track that's that is, is Christian based as uh, Mr. Chuck Nims' track is. It's really It's really nice to work with folks like that.
1: I I agree because I I tell people all the time that that they're good Christian folks, and I I make sure to mention it on this podcast. And they got me as an announcer now, so now I I can you know share Jesus, you know, at the racetrack. And then this Sunday, for those that don't know, go to our Facebook page at Tri County Speedway. Sunday we're doing a free breakfast buffet at the racetrack, so that means, you know, your rednecks love to eat breakfast, so we're going to be there. And then they're going to have a church service after the breakfast, and then they're going to race at 3 o'clock, so that's cool. It's not often you go to a racetrack and have a church service. They did that one time at East Alabama, and that's the only time I remember actually going to one.
3: We've never raced on Sundays. Oh, uh, that's always been the Lord's day to us, and we decided that
4: we just was not
3: going to do it. You know, it don't matter what the money is, whatever. We just yeah. park the car. That's where it sits at. A lot of people use Sunday as a as a wash day. Mm-hmm. I I don't wash on Sundays. <laughs> oh no, I just I do what I got to do around the house if I have to because, like I said, I work a lot. And but um, as far as racing goes, we've never raced on Sundays. And Mister Chuck and them are all. Big churchgoers, and it's real nice that they are like getting a church service at the track, and that gives an opportunity for maybe someone that needs to know about the good Lord to. Because
1: look, I was t- I tell Ike, I said, look, because you know, last year he said, oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna
3: go race because of
1: the church service. I mean, because I I'm not gonna miss church. But then, then I I didn't realize they had a church service at the racetrack, and they told me several weeks ago, see, yeah, we're having church service. I said, well, I don't feel bad about missing church because I'll, I'll be at church one way or another. You know, at this time it'll be church at the racetrack, which is uh, kind of neat. Because when they did it at East Alabama, uh, you guys like this. The preacher got up there, and it was it was a decent amount of people in the stands, maybe twenty people or so, but it was still cool. And the preacher, to use his sermon, he had a CD player, and played a kid's song and to make his sermon There was some kind of little kid's song and he made his sermon it was really good i don't remember the sermon but i just thought that was neat that they did that <clears throat> so so now we'll go back to jacob here all right so tell everybody about your season
2: well it it was it was all right of a season started out pretty rough with motor blowing up but it got motor fixed and went on to i finished last on my second race because i had some issues but right. i had a total of five races and the last race i run i finished in the top five so
3: and this is jacob this this is a little history behind jacob's racing career he has not of a racing career
2: yeah he's
3: this, not is, this is his first time actually driving a car this year uh he helped us as uh, one of my pit crew last year um and we got him in, involved in dirt track and he really fell in love with it and decided he wanted to be a driver and me and my dad took it upon ourselves to help him find the car. He found the car, and we went over the car. And of course, not all race-ready cars are race-ready. But we we found some issues, and we fixed issues. And the motor gave up on him, so we have him motor built. And um, for a first-year driver, he's gone. He has done real well. Um, mechanical problems plagued us, but hopefully, we're working through all that and getting that settled.
1: And he did make one race last year, right?
3: No. no. Okay, I was no. thinking you made no. the
2: last race of the year. No, I, I went to that pra- the
3: practice. we went and practiced.
5: Night. Okay, you went and practiced.
2: to see how we needed to finish setting the seat and all up in it.
3: Okay. Yeah. Seat,
2: we didn't have the seat quite right, so I wasn't going to run
3: it. There were several issues that other car builders that build some of these pure stocks let get by that I won't let get by. Mm-hmm. Uh, safety issues. Um seat mounting issues and stuff like that 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 we don't we don't do unless it's right
4: yeah
3: um don't want nobody getting hurt so well we try to make things right
1: tell everybody so so high praise come from fred flintstone himself
3: lj
1: <laughs> <L>. Fogg. <Falk. laughs>
2: tell everybody what fred flintstone told you about your racing that i i done pretty good that last race at tri-county so that yeah that that's pretty big praise
1: hearing that from Mr. Flintstone, because look, he's from the town of Bedrock. So.
3: Yeah, L.J. <laughs> L.J. Stone himself. Look,
1: he he can build a race car. I believe he's one of those people that could win a race backwards blindfolded and not think twice about it.
3: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That man knows how to wheel a car. No matter what track you go to or what he gets in, he can. He he is a driver.
1: And his car, like it's the Flintstone mobile. <laughs> I mean. If he didn't have a motor in it, you'd probably see his feet
2: pedaling. <laughs> I think my second race, he passed me like five times. <laughs> Every time I turned around, he was coming by me. <laughs>
1: Look, he usually wins, most of the time, he wins by a full straightaway. But I think y'all may have missed the race where they had the the three-wide racing.
3: In Pure Stock? Yes. At Tri-County? Yes. We were at Deep South that night. Okay, so we went, right. Yeah, we went to another track that night.
1: So, so, that, so, that was at Deep South. So,
3: LJ, it was him, Wesley
1: Holmes, the 52, and young Ethan Pickering, who came on the show a few weeks ago. And that, and I was talking with Ethan about this race when he came on, like, three weeks ago or two weeks ago. They was three wide for, like, five, four or five laps. I've never seen that in my life. Ethan had the lead, and then LJ would take the lead, and then Wesley would come on through there. And... And if if Ethan Pickering had not slapped the wall, he'd have probably won the race on the high side because he was doing the high side hustle.
3: And I've never seen that. So so
1: maybe we can get Jacob Jacob in there next year and get him a Not
3: on the high side. He makes <laughs> me nervous. I got I gotta fix I, the car. <laughs> last
2: time I run the high side, I rode the wall at Baker. So, so um,
3: that that, so was that was a costly. Time. Yeah. Look.
1: Look, that night he thought he was Bo Duke and thought he was gonna yeehaw it. And that that he, yeehaw didn't work that night.
3: He he <laughs> did yeehaw it. That's for sure. Because
1: <laughs> I was sitting there watching it, and he smacked the wall, and I and I said something. And I was like, and I ain't gonna repeat, but but like he smacked that wall, and it scared the dog doo doo out of me.
2: I I rode it for halfway down the back street.
3: <laughs> but that that's quite that's quite an experience. But that's some of the things are the best lessons or bought lessons (laughs) and he bought that lesson yes he did
2: (laughs) and went went turned around got the rear end fixed i bent everything up in the rear end
3: (laughs) and on. well they say if you're gonna do it you better do it big so he done it big
2: (laughs) i bent bent everything from the front to the rear up under the car
1: man i hated that because you was you was going you was in third place wasn't you i mean you was flying me and my tie was like Man, Jacob doing so good. I was so excited. And next thing I know, here comes Luke Duke coming out of turn two. Bam!
3: And, uh, I can't, I'm sorry. i sorry. <laughs> we'll get off of Jacob. Quit picking on Jacob. No?
4: <laughs> yeah. He, Look,
3: for for Jacob's first year in just four or five races he's been in, um, a lot of times you got to use your head more than you got to use a gas pedal. And sometimes you just got to do that. And that may not pay off with a win, but it pays off with you loading your race car up on the trailer under its own power.
4: That's right.
3: Rather than the tow, the hooks coming to get you (laughs) and hauling you off battling for 15th place.
4: Yeah.
3: You know, (laughs) sometimes just use your head a little bit, but um, I'm teaching him to calm down a little bit on the track and learn the car. And he's going to, he's going to do well next year.
1: Yeah. That's going to be, It's going to be awesome. So have either one of y'all thought about doing a race page on Facebook?
3: Um, From a bingo racing and victory racing? It's been years ago, but uh, some of the first guys I raced against actually had me a, a website built. And I posted on it for a while, and it just got to where I had too much going on, and I couldn't keep up with everything, you know, having to work on the cars, do my regular work, and do all of that and now owning a business on top of doing I work two full time jobs basically so I don't have time to do much of anything.
1: So is the website still out there?
3: I looked for it not too long ago and I couldn't find it. So I wonder if it's just been taken down.
1: Oh, I don't know. If it was still up there you might could send it to me and I could
3: Uh, um, we may make another one.
1: Yeah, Mazingo Mazingo Rison, and then of course Gregory Rison and uh, Reminds me of, I know y'all know Fred G Sanford, Sanford's son. Oh yeah, he said my name is Fred G Sanford. The G Sanford going goodbye. So maybe next year, Jacob will say going goodbye and win him a race.
2: Hopefully. Yeah, that. uh. I ain't gonna set the goal up that high yet. I gotta learn the car some more. There you go. That
1: that's. Smarter than the average bear, eh, hey, boo-boo?
2: You mm-hmm. <laughs> got a picnic basket. I, I, was ha- I was happy at Tri-County with a fifth-place finish and didn't have a bunch of stuff to it. So. That's Absolutely. right.
3: Absolutely. A little bit of sheet metal, but it wasn't his fault at that point because he uh, had a guy spin in front of him. He had nowhere to go. Collected him a little bit in the right door and just a little sheet metal and straightened it back out, a little hammer, a little few rivets. And,
1: and look, deep side of speedway, like, I've seen the video somebody posted, and he was, had a rocket ship of a car, and what was it, the 57, or who was it that came Four, down? 14. That's right, the 14 of Cody Wood. That's right. It
0: Something
1: come about. down, and Jacob had nowhere to go. Bam!
3: A lot of times when you're stuck on a back stretch, and you can't really turn around to see what's coming, and it was under caution, so he was going to pull off of the wall, out during caution, and pull, started headed down, but then Jacob was right there on him, and he didn't see him, and... <sighs> That was all she wrote for the right front and the, <laughs> the right side door again. And Cody's
1: the points leader up here because
3: yeah, it wasn't it wasn't Cody's fault. I mean, yeah. it was just a, a just a freak just deal. a thing. It happened. Yeah, just
1: a freak. And and mm-hmm. so of course Deep South got their championship points tomorrow night. And so anybody that races Pure Stock go to Deep South tomorrow night because you'll see Cody Wood and you'll see Kane Long. Uh, driver uh, Colton Sinclair duke it out for the
3: championship. That'd be cool to watch. It's so bad I don't even remember what day it is. That's that's that's, that's bad. Jake, Jacob had to remind me about the podcast <laughs> tonight. Uh, yeah.
1: So I'm glad I'm I'm glad y'all got to be on the podcast. I just got done with the uh, wild game supper up there. The, the um, Southwest Alabama Wildlife Federation was cooking wild game food. And I'm telling you. I, I had some wild game tonight. It was pretty good.
3: I always like
1: it. Oh, I had some <laughs> Tompkins Baptist Church had some smoked deer sausage. That was fine. But it was uh, Did I... he bring you any Jared? You know, Jacob? You know what? I should I, sure, I shouldn't bring me any neither I so didn't bring up I'll tell you what, you give me
3: twenty bucks, we'll go
1: back up there and we'll Well I give me I
3: ain't gonna give you twenty dollars, <laughs> I go get my own twenty dollar worth of food. <laughs> hey, I do wanna tell you, um that you done a really good job the other night at Tri County for your first announcing job. Thank you. Um, we were really tickled about how how good you did on it for to be your first time announcing, and a lot of good comments came about from different people. And um, Cause I
1: had I had y'all told me that, and then Ike told me, and then uh, Miss Marilyn and some of the track people told me, and then I've had people reach out to me on Facebook, and and then you and Ike told me and I said, look. Uh, Cause y'all tell me how good
3: I did, and y'all said, "Well, dang them. I said,
1: uh, "Y'all said, said, well, look, if you'd have done bad, we'd we'll let you know.'"
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I I don't mind giving my personal opinion about something, whether you like it or not, but hey,
1: I, um, and, I, and I like honesty, so.
3: As if know. I do something wrong or right or whatever, I want someone to let me know. You know, yeah, that's constructive criticism. That's absolutely correct. If 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 some if, if a driver sees me doing something or something I might need to change on my car, hey. Talk to me, brother. I mean, I, I don't mind. It may be the right thing, or it may be the wrong thing. We'll figure it out after the next race.
1: So I just don't need to say wow.
3: Yeah, don't yeah, lay off of the wiles. <laughs> but, um
0: So tell the story about that.
3: Yeah, we've had a we had a friend that was a, an announcer at a track, and uh, he, he just kind of got handed the mic. Um, one of the situations where he just it, it just fell in his lap, whether he wanted it or not. And he'd done the best he could do, but his favorite word was wow. <laughs> And it was every pass, every move, every wreck, every start. (laughs) That was his one word that he used the entire time. And bless his heart, that makes it right. right? (laughs) So he, I I, I advised against using Jared to to, against using the word wow so many times.
1: Look, he told me that beforehand, and then I got a a Facebook message or a text message, one of the two, before I got in the (laughs) tower. Cause I look, lay off the wilds. Or no, no wait. wait. No, I'm going to look, look that up because for, for, I want people to listen to this because you sent it to me on Messenger, I believe.
3: Yeah, I sent it to you on Facebook Messenger.
1: Because <laughs> I actually caught myself several times saying wow and something else. I was like, Man, and I was thinking in the back of my head, I
3: was dead serious. I
4: know
1: Man, he just, did. he just told me not to say that.
3: <laughs> I know I sent it to you on Messenger, didn't I? Yeah, it should be a date. Oh, all the way back up in September, so
1: It was um uh last race. And I know for a fact. Let me let me look in my messenger too while we got you let's see. Oh, let's see, you know what, let me type in. I know it wasn't through text.
3: Oh, that's what I told you was less woo hoos. <laughs> <laughs> Told him and I said, You're doing great, buddy.
1: Yeah, that that that's hilarious. And like it's just it's so easy announcing. It's not hard at all. But if you're somebody that's never done anything like that before, then then you'll be as nervous as a long tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. But because cause I did all the all the videos and recording the videos and announcing all my videos, I got a microphone I hook up to me. And because I did all that, then it was just it just come easy and natural. And Miss Maryland said, "Oh, you did a great job." So now I'm excited for Saturday night and Sunday night. And it's gonna it's gonna get wild for me in the booth.
3: <laughs> I can imagine. I wished I could be there for it, but
1: because like so, Miss Maryland, I I asked her. I said, I said, "Look, can you please get a picture or a uh, just a picture or video?" And I was just thinking, you know, hand her my phone, just one picture and, and you know like a little medium-sized video next thing i know i, I look in the reflection of the glass on the tower and and she's taking several pictures and like she's got a, her phone out doing all kind of videos i said dang go!
4: Oh, this is cool
1: and then and then she tagged me in on tri-county's facebook and that that was kind of neat and and you hear me talk about At the end of the race the iron horse race of course i say something about dg winning oh the 11 runs back into the 20 my goodness he was on the last lap in the 11 run, smacked through the 20. I said, okay, then. <laughs> All righty. Yeah, you just don't expect expect that on the last lap of a race, but that was that was neat, though. So I know Jacob will be glad when he
2: gets back to racing. Oh, yeah. I'm, my plan is to put a brand-new body on it, so maybe I won't tear it up as bad starting off the season.
3: And we'll ha- we'll have new sheet metal to straighten out. <laughs>
2: it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty to start off. So, it's gonna look good to start off with. Well, that, I don't know how long it's gonna last. So what
1: colors were you going with again? You told me the other day.
2: I ain't decided. I'm back and forth on it.
3: He has told me enough colors. It, it, it's it's unreal how many colors he had done then, then figured out he was gonna do. And
1: so so this is my suggestion to anybody doing a race car: don't do black and don't do white. That is the ugliest colors in racing. <laughs>
3: So and guess what color my car is? <laughs> it's black. It's black and white. So,
1: <laughs>
3: but look so now I know how you feel about my colors. But, but look, the the main reason I say black... I inherited those colors, by the way. So that was the body that was on it when we bought the car. So that's
1: right. That's right. And I, I like his car, so I, I'm not going to talk bad about it.
3: But but the
1: reason why I say black is, as a photographer, my camera hates black cars because when they go around the racetrack and that flash goes off and it takes a picture. It doesn't focus on black cars as well because it's so dark. And I like bright, bright colors that just pops, you know, red, white, blue, orange, something, whatever.
3: And green.
1: Yeah, green. I love green.
3: My my, my vintage is green. Yes,
1: I love yours is stoplight green.
3: Stoplight like green was the paint code for it. <laughs> I love
1: that color. And then you got electric green on your white car, which is cool.
3: Yeah, that was um, oh, the, numbers. the the numbers on it. We We always tried to put green on everything we had done since we started this. Even though that's supposed to be a bad look thing for a car, a race car,
4: yeah,
3: um, we just always like bright colors. And when we painted our first car, um, I was just looking through the paint book, and I've seen that bright green color, and I said, I like that. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we painted it bright green. and that, that, that's, that's
1: the color. I love that color. I love colors like that. Like Craig Crosley always had the, the bright pink, and then, of course, you had... Caden White just got the electric green, and then he, he got, had the
3: bright orange at yeah, one time, yellow, and then yeah. the, uh, he's got bright green now. And Jay Dodson, Jay Dodson always had a bright green car. Yeah. He said his was, I think a Mopar color code, or a Dodge color code on his.
1: So he's got, he's got. Have you seen his non-wing sprint car? Yes.
3: So it, it's black with black with the green on it,
1: and of course that's his signature.
3: Him and his dad, so.
1: I, I can't wait to see him race that non-wing car. it would be fun.
3: I've seen a, a video of him on practice. I think it was, or it may have been one of his races. They didn't have just a few cars at the time, but the car looks good.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know what I didn't ask him what year it is, but uh, that non-wing sprint car is because Robbie started the low book sprint car series. That was the best best thing to happen in this area as far as sprint cars go, because nobody knew who non-wing sprint car racing was until Robbie come up with the idea for this area and brought it to the table and I was like man so now it's like it's been blown up around here and I'd love to see Tri County race race non wing sprint cars
3: would you drive one either of y'all drive one drive anything with steering wheel but I can't drive a nail
1: <laughs> that I do believe
3: that's what they make nail guns and drills for <laughs>
1: That's, that's cool.
3: I may not be the best in the world, but I'd love to do it.
1: <laughs> so let's let's do a 180 and do a funny racing story, and this just popped up in my head. You're going to remember this.
4: Uh,
1: uh, the story of uh, we're going to go way back when, or as David Letterman would always tell Regis Philbin, we're going down memory lane. So we're going back to Flemington Speedway, it was 2017, 2016, somewhere in there. And tell the story about, about your buddy old Wayne Plunkett, what y'all did that night.
3: Oh, let me see. Let me think. Jared, you you know I've been up since like quarter to five this morning. Then <laughs> you're going to bring this on me. Um, was that the black flag night? Yes, it was.
0: Yes, it um, was.
3: was. Well, Wayne got out on the track. And he was racing in a pure stock class, I believe is what they called it then. Yeah. And he got out there and got roughed up a little bit, and I think he decided that that was a little bit too much, and decided he wanted to do a little roughing himself. And of course, uh, who was the flagman? Uh, I'll think of his name in a minute. Ron, NASCAR Ron. NASCAR Ron,
1: that's right.
3: NASCAR NASCAR Ron gave him the old black flag, and he come off the had to end up coming off the track. And uh, did we meet him at the trailer with a black flag? Yeah. So you the the funny part
1: was, like it was after he punted that driver in the middle of the next week. He punted. He did. Him, he, he got him good. He, he punted <laughs> him like a football. Like he literally crow hop that race car. Bam! And then Jamie said, "Well, I'm gonna I'm going watch this, y'all." He went back in his trailer and found a black dish rag and rigged it, rigged it to a pole and gave him a black
3: flag. <laughs> he come to the trailer park beside us because they always, we always just a uh, several group of us always parked beside each other and hip each other and. I gave him the black flag with the gun. He was just a grinning. He was—he didn't <laughs> care. Um, it was all about getting out and just having fun driving a car. He didn't really care if he won. He plays 15th out of 15 cars. It didn't matter to Wayne. He's just a, a good old guy and just wanted to go out there and play. But I got yeah. a
1: picture of that somewhere. And Wayne
3: ain't no little fella. <laughs> I, I look up to Wayne. I'm six foot tall. So, I mean, he's, he, he was a big fella. And, yeah. He doesn't race anymore, does he? No, um, he had the kind of just gave up on it. I think he he ended up getting married and um just went a different ways than the track.
1: Okay, wow. Um, so is there any classes? Yeah, you can turn that off. You got me roasting the <laughs> Press it one more. One more, So, is there any classes if uh, that y'all would want to try? Maybe, because I know Ike wants you to try the the Crown Vic class
2: at uh, Mobile International.
3: Yeah, we built the Crown Vic, and it was a good car. Um, built it for Tri-County when they first come out with the bomber class. And I was going to drive it, and because I had raced in previous classes before and hadn't been out of racing for two years, they wouldn't let me drive it. And I didn't find this out till we were almost through with the build, because it wasn't in the rules package. It was in their rules, but they haven't posted that out on the Internet yet. They just posted the the um, specs for the class itself, but not the actual, hey, you you drove in a class before. You can't run this class. So my dad decided he'd drive. Uh, he said he wasn't going to be outdone and realized that he can't see through a helmet. <laughs> and we ended up just selling the car, and the car ended up going to P.J. Dickerson, and, he won and P.J. won several races at Tri-County with it, turned around and won several races with it at Deep South. I think every one of them that he ever entered in Deep South, he, he yes, won. he waxed the field at Deep um, South. And it was a stock car. I and mean, it, it was ground, nothing.
1: Them Crown Vic, so y'all basically bought a grandma car.
3: I bought, actually, I did. I worked with a guy and... He told me, he said, hey, I got my mom's car, and, and, hey. and Big Jim, the guy that I bought the car from, yeah. uh, just retired. So he's 65 years old, and it was, he was like 63 then, and it was his mother's car. Wow. And it had been sitting. We took the car. The fuel tank was messed up on it, so we took the fuel tank out, cleaned it, put a new fuel pump in it, put a new wiring piece on the, the, the alternator, cranked the sucker up, and it ran <laughs> perfect. He said they couldn't get it to run because wow. of the fuel tank it yeah. was the, it was the actual fuel pump in it so we put it together and um we had a couple of folks that come in and just gave us some parts to roll cage. We just cut the top off of it and put a roll cage in it. Because, you know, Ike told me he was scared of it. He's like, man, I've done, he
1: drove, like, what, four or five races? A, uh,
3: a couple of races. He didn't race very much in it. So.
1: And, he, and he said, man, he just scared. I said, no, man, you got, you got to keep going. I kept trying to encourage him, but he didn't he, want to. He
3: just couldn't couldn't see. I'd, he said he gets tunnel vision looking out that shield, and then when they throwed mud in his face, that was just showing up bad. So,
1: <laughs>
3: Wouldn't it be cool to see –
1: if they had like a mechanics race, I would love to see Ike they,
3: at least win. They one have day. had done, had that, other tracks have done mechanics race in the past where they, you know, they just let them just the mechanics drive. And if they drove in a class before, they don't get to drive. Just yeah. just your mechanic. And um, it's been fun to watch some of them.
1: Yeah, I, I, I enjoy that because that, of course, that and the powder
3: puff when they let the ladies get out there. But, uh, I got the opportunity to flag the Powder Puff at Baker one night. <laughs> really? That's awesome. At Northwest, what, Northwest Florida Speedway. I get the name right. I always call it Baker. but
1: Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it's over there in Baker, Florida, or Blackman, Florida. Blackman,
3: yeah. As a sign says.
1: Basically, Blackman's a suburb of Baker, which ain't much.
3: <laughs> it's a spot in the road. It's I'm a, in a the,
1: spot in the If they didn't have so the, the track and the service station. Yeah, yeah, they got a track and a country store. That's it. And then then when you get into Baker, Baker's got
3: restaurants, auto parts stores, that kind of thing, but oh, Baker's goodness. smaller than Grove Hill. Crispy's right on down. It's yeah. south, about 20 miles south yeah. of the track. Yeah. Something like that. But anyhow. Yeah.
1: I, I've never been to Crispy, but I have been to Baker. And, and
3: yeah, it's about like Grove Hill. It's just a little redneck town. Just And shout out to Scott Sessions from, from northwest yeah. Florida. He I, I got got to actually go watch a couple of races at the end of the year, and that track surface looked wonderful. So that wonderful.
1: was um, that was there. They had a mighty fine season up there at Northwest Florida, because that last race we went over there, that was nuts. That vintage race they started out with like twenty something cars and finished with like two. Like no, six.
3: not the vintage. That was. Um, <laughs> The Vintage had 11 or 12 that night.
1: Yeah, that's right.
3: But uh, the Pure Stock race, that was the big race. They had 20-something cars in yes. it, and ended up finishing like 11.
2: Yeah, that was a wreck
3: there. Um, but there was some, some mighty fine, good racing that night. Too. Oh, it was
1: because the track was good. Scott had that, that track. The
3: track was on.
1: Yeah, had it on point. And was you there with us that night?
3: I wasn't. No. Oh, you wasn't? Okay. Cause
1: Cuz was there, wasn't
3: he? Yeah, me and Kuz, me and Jason, we call him Cuz. Me and Cuz and my dad was in the stands watching. Is uh is
1: Cuz listening to the show?
3: Oh, uh, I don't know if he's got the link right now or not.
1: Okay, I forgot to tell him. I think I may have tagged him in the post, and he texts me about. You know what? I got to text him back. He texts me how many tickets I got left. But I got enough in case you're listening, Cuz. I got enough tickets for you, Bump, his friend He's supposed
3: to be sending me how many he needed. <laughs> But he hasn't sent that to me yet.
1: <laughs> well, look, yeah, because, look, before y'all leave, I'm going to get them to y'all. Okay.
3: We appreciate
1: that. And um, my next guest is Chase Montgomery. So I'm about to get my buddy Chase Montgomery. Chase is out of Tennessee.
3: Okay.
1: And if y'all want to listen in to Chase, you can ask him some questions if you want to. But he he go he, uh, he's got several racetracks in Lexington, Tennessee, where that he goes to. And he just joined the. The Southern dirt track report, which is cool. So shout out to Chase and shout out to Artie for running the Southern dirt track report. So y'all got any sponsors? Y'all want to shout out?
2: Jacob? <laughs> my own um, Aunt, Aunt's Beauty Salon on Magnolia Corner Salon on, and Watley Timber Company
1: are my two sponsors. Okay. So shout out Watley Timber Company because they sponsor you too.
2: Yeah,
3: Watley Timber Company has been one of my long-time sponsors. Um, They've been with me for several years. Um, Turner Construction, Josh Turner has always helped me out. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. Um got several smaller sponsors that have helped us out in the past and this year pretty much kinda of been on our own. Um didn't know which what direction we were gonna head. You got um, Yeah, well Gerald Ball with Ball Construction. Um Coon Dog. Yeah, coon dog. <laughs> uh the coon whisperer as i call him i can never do this correctly i always forget people my uncle wright's auto uh my uncle uh, leonard wright and jackson uh, wright's auto sales is always sponsoring i hadn't really hit him up for sponsorship this year because we just kind of been doing our own thing and uh but they've always been on board with us wright's auto sales watley timber gerald ball construction uh josh turner construction um kim kelly tires has always helped us out here in grove hill um why oh if it wasn't for leah she she supports me 100 percent she don't always go to the tracks but she knows this is something that we've been into since 2006 and um are you chickens and goats but yeah my chickens and goats (laughs) always they're my favorite fans
1: because look well, I mean, it, if if you get mad at your chickens, you can always make chicken tenders out of
3: them. can You make chicken tenders; they give me <laughs> eggs. So. Make chicken tenders; you have no eggs.
1: So, okay. So, Kelly's Tire, Grove Hill, So Y'all go get, if you need any tires, go see Kim Kelly.
3: Go see Kim in Grove Hill.
1: And then if you need any cars, at Wright's Auto Sales in Jackson. Yes, sir. And then Whitley Timber Company. So that's who Jacob works for. So. If y'all have any timber needs, y'all be sure and call Josh Jackson or his Dad Billy. Billy. Billy Jackson,
3: Billy's yeah. the owner. So and Josh Turner Construction, he's um, one of our house builders around here in Grove Hill, and uh, does any kind of uh, carpentry work, construction work. Um,
1: so hit up Josh, and then also Gerald Ball. And he works for Daniel, his son now, is uh, Daniel Ball Construction. But uh, shout him out. So so they. Y'all need any housework done? Hit them up or hit Josh Turner up. Those two are the best in the area. I can attest to it. Uh, I've seen their work. So, and that was awesome. So, um, so while we got them live, we're gonna get Chase Montgomery in. Let me make sure I got the website still pulled up. So Chase is still listening. So this is kind of neat right here. So this is our uh, dashboard here. So I got it set to uh, desktop site. So while I got the dashboard, oh no, that's not good. No, 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 no. Okay, good, it's still out.
4: <laughs> Whew,
1: I just refreshed my web browser. Didn't mean to. But it's got all kind of options here. So check this out. So I'm gonna hit the cheers. So I'm, so I'm giving y'all claps for coming on the show. This is cool. Y'all are my first because I did Talking Dirt for two years and then I did this and most, i um, started half the season. Y'all are my first guests to actually come to the house. This is cool. This is.
3: It was, a, it was a long drive, Jared, a real long drive. It took me seven minutes to get here. <laughs> All of seven? Seven, seven, minutes. Minutes. Wow. seven minutes. Wow. Wow. Remember that word? Don't use that word. Don't use that word.
1: All right, so let's get Chase Montgomery on the line. All right, so, hey, Chase, how you doing, buddy?
3: Good.
4: <laughs> that was
5: funny.
1: Man, that's great. So we got Jamie and we got, um yeah, Jacob. I forgot him for a second. But, <laughs> God i am slipping, but we got Jacob in the back of the truck. So, so how you doing? Uh, so you got any big races you want to talk about? Uh,
5: yes. Uh, I went to, so first I want to say, I thought that was funny. You said about the six minutes and said, wow. <laughs>
1: you said what now? I thought it was funny. Yeah, make the joke and say "Wow." <laughs> oh look, I, I've got to not when I when I go to racetracks Saturday night. I hope I'm gonna stop myself from using that stupid word "Wow."
3: Get you a, a zip tie and zip tie your finger, where you'll look at that finger <laughs> and say, "Why have I got my finger zip tied?" Oh yeah, I'm not supposed to use "Wow." <laughs>
1: But they're not gonna say, "Wow, my is are- Wow, <laughs>
3: that that sounds about right.
1: <laughs> so, 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 what race did you go to last weekend, Chase?
5: I went to North Alabama. They it was the last minute. We were going to go to Atwood Clay Hill, but they rained out. So, we we left here at the last minute to go to North Alabama because they paid a uh, two thousand for modifieds. Woo! That's
1: a big is that money. That tri-state series. Oh yeah, the tri-state yeah tri modified series. Uh, if you look them up on Facebook, I think that's the one that, if I'm not mistaken, that is the one that uh, Riddle well, shoot Luke. Yeah, Luke Riddle drives a 28 car. Him and his wife. So his wife is the announcer. Or, excuse me, she's the promoter at Duck River Raceway Park. Over in Tennessee, which is where I went to when I went to Andrew's wedding. But yeah, um, but that's a good series. I've never seen yeah. them, but that I, I I follow them on Facebook too. That's the first time I've seen them in person.
5: So, so how'd it go? What, was a lot of cars? Yeah, they had twenty nine modified several other classes. Uh, and I said I said twenty nine modified. So I, that was my first time there. Ever.
1: Oh, that's cool. So I've never been to North Alabama. So where isn't it in Wetumpka, Tuscumbia Oh, Tuscumbia, Okay. Cause I saw them on Facebook. I just didn't. I just couldn't remember where. So is it a real nice racetrack?
5: Yeah, I I watched the Hunt the Front series a couple months ago, and I uh-huh. love how the things they they ran the show and stuff. And plus, they've done the same thing when I went down there. That's a nice place.
1: Oh. Wow, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, the Hunt in the Front, man, Gotta give, give a shout-out to Joseph Joyner, of course, uh, Jonathan and them and their dad, John. John, I thank the world of John Joyner. If y'all ain't ever met John Joyner, y'all need to meet him. He's a good Christian dude, and he's one of the finest people you'll meet at a racetrack.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I got them at Why not for the Street Stop National. I I got, the, oh, I got cool. them way bad on but I didn't get to like, talk to him, though.
1: Oh, look, If you, I, I hope you get a chance to meet them because they're really, really good people. They're from Florida. Of course, their home track is Southern Raceway, and then they just bought them a, a new shop over there, which is cool, and those cats are really cool. Every time, like like before they moved off real big, uh, I, every time I would see them at a race, I'd always see, I think it's Jonathan, the younger one, I'd always see him go through with his GoPro camera for the YouTube, and that was cool, and I'd you know, speak to him and wave at him. And a lot of times you'd see him go around the track with his GoPro getting videos of him. And that was neat. Yeah.
5: David Gravel just won the feature at Charlotte.
1: David Gravel. Do y'all follow David Gravel? Y'all ever watched
3: him? I don't, don't think so. I don't. He
1: is, he is one of the baddest sprint car drivers in the country. Well, I take that back. He's, He's up there among the elites. I'm not going to say he's as good as, uh, what's the one that won at Deep South this weekend? Sammy, Mr. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. I'm going to try that again. Sammy Swindell. Sammy Swindell. <laughs> Sammy Swindell. Sammy Swindell spanked him at Deep South this weekend. I didn't get to make it, of course. But um, David Gravel, I follow him on Facebook. And I watch his Facebook reels all the time. And he posted a video the other day of, of a racetrack he was at. And it looked like that sprint car was doing every bit of 130 miles an hour around that racetrack. When he come around that wall and that camera, just shook the ground. Oh,
5: I'm going to promote some more tracks uh, this weekend. Uh, Clarksville, they got started Modified 2000. Hole in Wall, Tennessee National Raceway, Tennessee, uh, they're running one more race. Just a regular show. Uh, who else? Oh, Riverside's running the big uh race sprint and so where is riverside in Memphis? at West Memphis, arkansas
1: oh it's in arkansas okay that would be cool to go to riverside in arkansas because i i've heard that name but i've never really looked at, looked them up
5: yeah i've never been there either and i think them sammy twindale and eddie gallagher i think they're racing
1: That's cool. Yeah. Those are some legends right there. Yeah. Okay. Riverside International Speedway, Memphis, West Memphis, Arkansas. So I do follow them on Facebook. Okay. Wow. Check that sprint car
3: out. That's cool. Is that a two-seater? It looks like it. Yeah. That's a two-seater.
1: Yeah. So they got a two. So I'm looking at Riverside's Facebook, and they got a picture of a two-seater. That's cool as grids uh it's a patriotic car and it says the ditch on the side of it how would so chase how would you like to ride in a two-seater sprint car that'd
5: be awesome i was i was thinking that was it this week or whatever that'd be so nice if i got to ride in oh
1: yeah and look tell everybody about your experience you got to ride in a car recently didn't you
5: oh yeah uh, my friend jared melton modified so after I just got to ride it twice, so I was waiting on the golf track after Tech, and he motioned me to come over to ride with him, and then he won. I got to go in the infield, watch a a race in the infield. I liked it better, and after that, I got to ride back with him to the trailer.
1: That's a cool experience because you've done something that I hadn't done yet, so that's cool.
5: And the first time I ever got to watch a race in the infield, It liked it better than the stand.
1: <laughs> yeah, cause you can you can see more, you can pay more attention more, can't you?
5: There was another I, thing. Uh, I get dizzy. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the front wheel drive, they call the homers and stuff. Well, one caused uh-huh. a problem, and they raced backwards.
3: Wow! It was it was
5: it was a really good race.
3: There was a, a track in Grand Bay, Alabama, Sunny South Raceway. It's like a little quarter-mile asphalt track, yeah, and the, they run stingers there. And when when I was running stingers in 07, 08, oh, let's see, 6, 7, and 8, 07, 06, 07, 8, Well, the stingers there never knew which way they were going on the track. When it come time for the feature, they'd flip a coin. Oh. So you couldn't set your front end with a camera and caster and all that to make it turn. Their rules were your tires had to be straight up and down, just like it was riding on the highway. Wow. So you never knew which way you were going to run the track That's
1: tonight. nuts. I've never heard of that. I
3: didn't never get to see them run backwards. The night that I actually ran there, it was a, a good toss-up, and we run the track like you're supposed to run a track.
4: <laughs>
3: wow,
1: that would be fun to try, wouldn't it, Chase? Yep. Yeah, so, they,
5: so they asked them on the race team, they asked them if they wanted to go backwards, and they put a thumbs up, so they done it. I thought like, that was so cool. It was a photo finish, too.
1: I bet it was. Uh, do you know the driver that
5: won? It was it was real close. One driver thought he won, another driver thought he won. It was like so close. I think it was Jerry Walker, I think. Wow,
1: that's cool. I, I, I bet that was like, like by a fender or by a nose. Yeah. So, are you going to a race this weekend, right?
5: I'm probably done for the year.
1: Are you done but, for the year? Okay.
5: So I'll probably watch some finals. I might watch quartz too. I watch that's
1: 2000
5: cool. Two thousand modified race.
1: Well, there should be a lot of modifieds for that race, yep, so what has been your favorite race so far this year
5: man that that's been there's been so many. I don't know if I have a favorite <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ain't nothing wrong well, with that uh,
5: to it. it wasn't I wasn't at the race, but I watched it on t v the Look at those championship when Moran and H- O'Neill was going at it, they kept pulling sliders.
1: Oh, I bet yeah, yeah, the real deal, Hudson O'Neill. I I bet you he did awesome. Yeah, Because he won that, didn't he? He won
5: the championship and Shepard won. He ran out of gas. And right now I'm watching the the late model A main, <laughs> the world finals. Wow. Okay.
1: So you watching it on uh, Race on Texas?
5: Uh, Dirt Vision.
1: Oh, Dirt Vision. Okay. Oh, uh, I like all. I like a lot of them. Several. Like every time Race on Texas does a free preview, because I I don't I don't pay for a subscription because I don't need any extra bills. But I watch their free preview all the time, and I love it when they show when they go to Boot Hill in Texas. uh, they get a the eight. Uh, hot Speedway, which is Heart of Texas Speedway, and there's several oh, others yeah, they I go to, and it's just fun to watch these different, like to watch the factory stops, to watch the the mods. It's so much fun to watch on race on Texas because those announcers they get animated like I do, and uh, it, it's just cool to watch them and the, so many different cars too.
5: I think high heart hot hot Speedway you think? I watched them live. Yes one it was like months ago. I really liked the track and I liked the announcer. The racing was good. Uh I oh. think that uh that ranch Johnson Texas track I sent you uh I'm I'm probably gonna watch that race. Okay, cool. Um I
1: think it's hard of Texas Speedway. It's either that one or I can't remember the one but they have that big race they do every year. The uh where well, they pay fifty thousand dollars to the winner and it's a oh, uh, shoot, it's the uh endurance race. Uh forgot it's the largest endurance race in the world. Mm-hmm. It's at heart of Texas Speedway, it's either there or it's other Oh Kenny Kenny Wallace races it. What is the name oh, of that? race? Oh, uh, No, it's not I fifty five. It's it's uh the Lone Star. Yeah, Lone Star 600. That's the name of it. Something like that, yeah.
3: Yeah, the Lone Star 600. And Man, you made me reach way back in my file cabinet. <laughs> to figure that out.
1: Look, you had to put some grease on the filing cabinet <laughs> drawer. I know, right? <laughs> but, yeah, like, so Chris, uh, she, that, that, Kenny Wallace. So Kenny Wallace writes that a few years ago. And also i got to give a shout-out to David Lindau, or Alan Lindau, excuse me, Alan Lindau. So Alan Lindau has the Mighty Mouse. Have y'all ever seen the Mighty Mouse car? All
3: right, seems like I have, Jared, but I'm not real sure. All right, so I'm
1: gonna look. I'm gonna look up Alan. He's on my friends list. So y- when y'all get a chance, y'all gotta look up Alan Lindau. Cool, cool guy. So is the L I N. So he came on Talking Dirt podcast a few years ago, and this is back when Deep South was gonna do that huge endurance race for ten thousand dollars to win. So Alan was going to come down, and so he's got the spike and uh spiked hair. And let me find, so his team, I can't remember the name of his team, but uh, Team Solo Auto, that's the name of it. And he's got a friend that's got a feature 7 uh, Chevrolet uh, car he races. But Alan races the Mighty Mouse, which is a Volkswagen Beetle with a different kind of motor in it, and he's got a mouse on there, and it's got mouse ears, and that's his Volkswagen Beetle. Wow. But that car... Flying. it ain't got a ball. Wow. It ain't got. Wow. <laughs> what did I
4: tell you? What did you tell me about
3: that? Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's this, he's stupid. <laughs> this
1: guy's stupid. Don't listen to this dummy. <laughs> so, all right. So let me find a let me find a better picture of the Mighty Mouse. Uh, he's got a bunch of pictures, but he races all over. So this is his team, Team Solo Auto, the 003 and the 136. And the 003 is the one that you, uh, look like a 57 Chevrolet. And I know he's got a better picture of the Mighty Mouse somewhere on here.
3: He's won a lot of races. Is that the, that's the Volkswagen, is the Mighty Mouse? Yes. So
1: it says Mighty Mouse on
3: the side. That's kind of a blurry picture. But it's got a big
1: mouse on there, and it's got the Mohawk, because he, he has a yellow Mohawk on his hair. And, uh, and he was cool to interview. We, me and Artie, interviewed him live that night. It was getting ready for the big race at Big South, and that's what he pulled it with. He pulled it with a little car trailer, and but but for a Volkswagen. Now I don't recommend
3: putting a Volkswagen motor, you know, in
1: a car, but you know. Well,
3: if they call him the Mighty Mouse, it may have a uh, small block Chevy in it.
1: Yeah, 'cause he blew he blew one of his motors, and there's a better picture of it right there. Look at him coating that tire right there.
3: That is cool. That little song. Guy. It's definitely different. It's that's definitely. All I'm different. gonna say that's definitely different.
1: Yeah, and and he he blew one of his motors, and then he had to buy another one. He's been through I don't know how many motors. I, I read his post all the time, but would you race a Volkswagen
5: there, Chase? Heck, i would probably race anything, <laughs> anything I get in. <laughs> well, that's like that's uh, like oh. so. Huh uh let everybody know if anybody wants to be on the show on my podcast uh just reach out to me on facebook uh my personal chase montgomery
1: yes so 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 chase started his podcast it's called chase and dirt and
5: uh isn't that what you call it chase and dirt yeah uh my uh, promote or announcer at T- talladega he messaged me he said what's the, what's your podcast at this I think I ain't thought of one yet, and he, and he just named it. Uh, what's it? What's it? I just oh the Lake motor Mark, you know. So oh, okay, he messaged me and gave me some suggestions. I was like, "Well, that sounds that sounds like a good one."
1: Hey, that's cool because look, your name is Chase, and that, that's actually a really catchy name. Chasing dirt, you can tell people say, "Look, my name is Chase, and I'm chasing dirt." So
5: I do. Really uh, like you <laughs> <about>. <laughs> hey, that,
1: you, you like me? You look us, us rednecks kind of chase dirt because I mean, <laughs> anyway, and, and we'll chase asphalt every now and then. I ain't I ain't got nothing against asphalt racing.
3: I enjoyed my few to, little times. I got to race it. I've been well,
5: to
3: look,
1: look, I'll tell. Oh, you said you went to a couple?
5: In uh, Michigan. I went to Bertrand, and I went to Walsah. I liked the Walsah, but I didn't care for the rules. Yeah. Other than that, it was good
1: racing. That's cool. Tell him, I'll tell him it's Marilyn And I even mentioned this on the show a few weeks ago, that I said, look, Rednecks, we're going to find something to race. I don't care if it's horse and buggy. If you want to race a horse and buggy, if you want to race wheelbarrows, I'm down to race it. You put a motor on a wheelbarrow, we're going to race
3: it. I ain't running with it.
5: <laughs> he said he ain't running <laughs> with it. Oh, uh, with the first run, the C R C R A CRI, CRI super late-morning I got to see a truck uh, series drive. I didn't know he came up on the the stand, though I would have said hi. I got to see Carson Hosovar. Oh, that's cool.
1: So every, you all know who Carson Hosovar is, don't you?
5: Oh, he's he's a
1: famous NASCAR driver. So Carson, Carson Hosovar has been racing in the Truck Series for several years, and then he got a expanded Series ride last year, and now he just got called up to race for Legacy Motorsports, which is a team that Jimmy Johnson owns. And he drives a uh, the number 42 car, which was the car Ty Gibbs had. Or not Ty Gibbs, dead gummit. Uh, Ty. Ty just, no, not, not Ty Majeski. It's a Richard Childress, one of his grandsons. The
3: one I know. <laughs> uh, Ty,
1: uh, his brother is Austin. Dillon. Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon. So Ty Dillon had that car, if I'm not mistaken, and then he replaced Ty Dillon. And so, so Carson, this is no lie. I watched him win a race, his first race he's ever won is in the Truck Series year before last year. And when he won the race, he broke down crying on national TV and started bawling. And he told his story, and I will never forget it, and it and it stuck with me to this day. When he started crying, he said, look, he said, when I was growing up, I grew up with a family. We didn't have nothing. He said, we was poor. And he told his whole, basically, whole story within like a minute or two. And he made it short, and he's like, "Who would have thought a guy that come from nothing, that didn't have nothing, would win a NASCAR race and anything, or just roll on any race period?" I love that kind of excitement. People that get that passionate about because so many times, these they, somebody wins, and like, eh, it's just another win, and they don't even smile, and that, that bothers me. I'm like, I don't care if I, I don't care if I'm Scott Blumquist and I've won a thousand races. I'm going to be jumping up down to cartwheels when I win 1,000 races, you know. But some people just ain't like that. But I like Carson the way he did that. So I would love to meet Carson. He's, he's younger than – he's probably about Chase's age if I had to guess. But
5: Oh, so I was going to tell you about Spencer Hughes. He got another ride with Tim Motorsports driving the 19 car. I was hoping he was going to make the show tonight, but he didn't make it. And I'd like to see him. Uh, Dennis O. did make
1: the show tonight, but he didn't make it either. Well, Darren, sure. so, so y'all know Spencer Hughes, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so I've met him several times. His dad, Johnny Hughes, really good people. They're, they're just a great family. The whole Hughes family have always been so nice to me. And Spencer, I've interviewed him several times on live Southern Dirt Track Report. He's come to Tri-County twice. I've talked to him both times then. And I, I was so sad, sad that he lost his ride with the team he was on because his final car that he raced with them was the Evil Knievel Throwback Special, and it was white with red, white, and blue. Y'all know who Evil Knievel is, don't right?
4: yes.
1: Oh, yeah. So that was cool to see his car red, white, and blue like that. So, And then he lost his ride, and there was a lot of upset people. And the team, he won Rookie of the Year his first year with that team, PCM Motorsports or whoever it was. But now that he's got another ride, I, I did see that. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, he's a he's somebody that he's won one Lucas race in his career, and I don't remember what race that was. But to beat any of those Lucas guys, you're doing something.
5: Oh, uh, he drove my friend old oh, street stock. Went when, when uh, he sold it. Uh, he won at Magnolia. My friend Neil Brown. Well, he drove,
1: Spencer Uh, Hughes drove his car and won. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, Neil Brown, okay. I think I follow him on Facebook. I follow one, no, Joseph Brown. That's the one I follow, Joseph Brown. I'm friends with him on there. Joseph's won a lot of races. Yeah,
5: they they call my friend Neil Brown the X Factor downtown. (laughs) Oh, okay. He has an X on his car.
1: And he probably won a lot of races at me.
5: Yep. And uh so what the X came about was uh so he didn't have a number. That night I just put a big old black tape and made an X out of it. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Well that's cool. That'll work. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> so, uh, before I let you go, um Jacob, you got a question for Chase on here? Anything you think of? You, got a, you got a question for Chase?
5: What was the first race you ever went to? When I was split up, I've been going since I was six years old. Years old. This is, it ain't here, the place is still there, but it's like a corn maze now, Uh, Garner Town. <laughs> oh, man. So what happened with it? It shut down like years, years ago, like back in O five.
1: Wow. That was that was back in the day. I I was I was in college in O five. I tell you how old I am. <laughs> Why not? And
5: I've been to Camden as part of my second. That's where I used to go all the time.
1: People I, I have heard I I do follow Camden. I, is Camden a nice track?
5: Yes, it's good and smooth. They they're then trying to get the cushion, you know.
1: That's cool. So so Jamie just mentioned why not? So the running the running joke is that I tell people, like when you go to why not, you tell people say, look why not go to why not?
2: Well, why not?
5: Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get. I ask people. Oh, I tell them where I'm going sometimes. Like my parents, they're like, "I'm going to why not?" And and they're not like they don't know racing like I do. They're like, they're like, "Well, why not?"
4: <laughs>
5: yeah, that that's cool. So
1: I I finally got to meet Chase. I went to Magnolia Motor Speedway, home of the Black Eyes. I watched the world of outlaws sprint cars that night. I finally got to meet Chase in person. We've been talking for several years on Facebook. I finally got to meet you. That was the night I, me and my dad were there, Miss Teresa Little, and she bought a fuel arrestor for me and Robbie for her husband. But that was cool watching them sprint cars. And Chase would tell you, they set the track record a few months ago up there. I don't remember the driver's name, Coach but he had a black. I,
5: I thought about that night after we got off. Tonight.
1: I know who it is now. Oh, Mocito?
4: Yeah.
1: Okay, that's right. Carson Mosito had the black and black and green forty eight sprint car and he had a teammate. Forty one. Yeah. the twenty one. And I remember I remember them announced only the, on the thing oh, we got a new track record the forty eight at Carson and I'm telling you, that sprint car had to have been doing a hundred and thirty around the black eyes.
5: Oh that was that number forty one, not twenty one.
1: Forty one. Forty one, okay. Yeah. And he didn't win. He got smoked in the feature. He got smoked yeah. by uh, Brad Sweet. Brad Sweet won the race, I believe, that night.
5: And, and I thought, and dang, he looked good in the heat and stuff, but he got on, you get on that bottom at that track, you <laughs> tell it goodbye. Yeah. So for
1: those that don't know Brad Sweet, he's a former NASCAR driver. He drove in the NASCAR truck series and did fairly good, but he left, and him and Casey Kane are on the same team together. So I actually got to speak to Casey Kane that night. That was cool. I thought, like, oh, that's Casey Kane, NASCAR driver. But when I spoke to him, I wish I hadn't have spoke to him when I did. I wish I'd have spoke to him before the race because when I spoke to him, he was up there by the fence watching the races, and he'd come back by and say, hey, Casey, and he kind of looked at me and said, hey, how you doing? And just kind of walked on to the trailer. But they, they're so focused. And then I got to see Rico Abreu that night. Y'all know who Rico is. I follow Rico on Facebook. And Rico, Rico's maybe four foot tall, if that, three foot tall. Yeah.
4: Yeah, he's short.
1: He's super. And, look, when you see him on Facebook, he is just that short in real life, trust me. Because I, I, I was standing probably ten, a, a few feet away from Rico, and he takes his dog with him, just like on Facebook. He takes that dog with him everywhere. And I would have loved to have met him because his wife was running his booth merchant table, and uh, yeah, he yeah he's little... been hot lately.
5: Yeah, We're and on. so.
4: <laughs>
1: but yeah, 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 that was cool, and so it was it was good meeting you that night. And that was that was a, a fun night of racing at uh, Magnolia. So shout out to Doctor Dirt Johnny Stokes for putting on a good race that night. Yeah, it was.
5: Uh... I liked it better than the second time when I was there than I did the first time.
1: It was better recently. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I've been there three times now, twice, three times maybe. But anyways, uh, so we're we're getting at the end of the show. But I thank you for calling in, Chase.
5: Thanks. No problem.
1: And uh, uh
5: appreciate
1: appreciate Chase coming on the show. Appreciate Jamie. Appreciate um. Oh, uh, Gregory back there. Um I don't forgot your name already. Jerry Jr. <laughs> Jerry <Jared> Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that messed up.
3: Oh, Jacob Gregory.
1: Yeah, Jacob Gregory. So um uh, uh, appreciate it, Chase. We'll see you later. He
4: has see
1: signed up. Okay. There he is. <laughs> oh well, shoot, okay. Well I just went ahead I'm sorry, I just went ahead and muted him but but thank you, Chase. And so we're going to end the show, so i got to play my song uh, to end the show. Uh, if it'll play, if it don't play, you know what? i got to find a play button. There's supposed to be a
4: play button right there. Oh, there it is. All right, well. Supposed to be
1: playing my song. Uh, hold up. let me... Hit play one more time. God that's going to be loud when it does play. Well, I guess it ain't. Let me try it one more time. Levi Man. The first song that played was Rhett Walker Band, so y'all need to look him up. He's a Christian uh, Southern rock artist, so y'all look him up. And Levi Man's my regular song, but it's not playing. So anyways, we're going to end the show. So uh, y'all want to say Bye. I appreciate you having us on, Jerry. All
2: right. We'll see
1: y'all later. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, Chase. Uh, appreciate you, buddy. All right. So let's go to end episode. End episode.
4: plus.